welcome. Thank you for joining us here at ICGC Caris Temple Podcast. Pastor Prince Nyako is the head pastor of ICGC Caris Temple, serving under the leadership of Dr. Mentor Otabel. Pastor Prince is a dynamic preacher of God's unadulterated word, characterized with a strong prophetic insight and prayer ministry. He is a strong advocate for discipline and order in the body of Christ, with messages centered on fasting, holiness, prayer, and integrity. And now, to today's message. Titan and speak the language of the Holy Spirit. Speak the language of the Holy Spirit. Talk to God, that Lord, speak to me. Speak to me. I want to know you more. I want to be a Christian. I want to be a believer. Talk to the Holy Spirit. The Lord, help me. Let your word bless me. Let your word bring transformation. In Jesus' name. Father, we thank you. Touch my lips. Touch my spirit. Touch my mind. Touch my flesh. That I speak only what you want your people to hear. In Jesus' name. Amen. I teach on the subject, the culture of sacrifice and selflessness. Culture of sacrifice and selflessness. How many of us want to live the Christian life in a worthy way? How many wants to have a believer's lifestyle that will glorify God? Yes. So, in the month of October, you are the reason why God has given me these sermons and teachings to, to, to preach. And most of the blessings you receive as a Christian will be packaged in sermons and not necessarily prophecies. Prophecies come occasionally. But every sermon, you must take it as a prophecy from God to you. I've had countless testimonies. Um, some of you don't see Bako again singing praise and worship. As I'm speaking to you now, he's studying his, his master's in Czech Republic. Yeah, he's in Czech Republic. Neither led song today. He's going to where? US or UK? Which one? UK. Uh huh. Tonight. Yeah, he's going to study his master's. He's going. And all of them had their blessing through teaching. Yesterday, in fact, yesterday I was, I sat down preparing, going through all the sermons I want to do in October, about 10 sermons. And on, as I was preparing, a lady sent me a message. Maybe sometimes when I give the testimony, you, you think uh, pastor is like some people who fabricate some, uh, stories. So somebody picked their microphone. Who is having a microphone? Come and read this sermon, this testimony, but don't mention the person's name. Speak good English, oh. You see the English I'm speaking. So read. Good morning, Daddy. Hope you're well. Thanks so, so much for the sermon you preached at Miracle Hour titled Go Forward. That word was really for me. To the glory of God, I went forward and took a professional exam in tax. I had decided not to write anymore, but after that sermon, I took the bold step. To the glory of God, I passed my first paper out of six to write. Thanks so much. You have indeed been called of God. God bless you. I thought you are clapping. So I, I asked her to read it because most of times 
Many people go to church and they think that Pastor Ninwe sermon or not on starting in Komshenon. But in the sermon, I remember Pinkra. Pinkra too is in John Hopkins University right now, studying his second master's. And he said it was in a teaching service like this. It was a Sunday service when Reverend Samonyakun was preaching. And then a word from the sermon motivated him to take up an exams. And that took him to John Hopkins University. Anytime you come to church and the sermon is being preached, God is looking for an area in your life to bless. And I pray that in the month of October, you will be attentive. You will not miss any service. And I'm very encouraged with the attendance of today. Clap for yourselves, everyone. It's a great, great blessing. So the culture of sacrifice and selflessness. The church was born in sacrifice and it will only be sustained in sacrifice and it will only grow in sacrifice. A church that will grow is a church that has its members ready to sacrifice and live a kind of a selfless life to see the work of God progress. A church that will grow is filled with members who are ever ready to sacrifice whatever the Lord demands from them. Abraham became Abraham because he was ready to sacrifice whatever the Lord would ask him to sacrifice. The question I'm asking you today is, what are you sacrificing for the sake of the Lord Jesus Christ? John chapter 12 verse 24. Except a corn of wheat falls onto the ground and dies, it abideth alone. But if it dies, if it dies, when it dies, if it dies, it means it's a condition. So the next phase of the seed will not be seen until it dies. The next phase of your destiny will not be seen until it dies. The glory of your destiny will not be seen until you die. In death, I mean inverted commas, until you live a selfless life. Are you here? A church will not grow if every one of us is living a selfish life. A selfish life is a life that is centered on me, myself, and I. Mind this, mind that, mind this, mind that. That life is called a selfish life. Church members who desire their church to grow must be ready to sacrifice. Because in that church, your child will be named. In that church, your wedding will be done. In that church, when you pass on after living your days, your funeral service will be held. In that church, your children will grow to know the Lord. So every church member must identify himself as a bona fide member of the church and must be ready to sacrifice and live a selfless life. There are many times I needed books and George was in U.S. then. And these books are not, they are current books written by church growth experts. And that is why I do some of the things because I had somebody who was in U.S. When I send him the topic, he will quickly buy it and bring it down. And that is not for him. 
but he was doing it, sacrificing his money because his pastor needs an information to enhance his ministry. Let's clap for him. And sometimes when people are traveling me, I'm not afraid because when they go, they will come. Yeah. I mean, and it's for the benefit of the church. I mean, he was there for three years or so. He went and came and he's still playing the lead guitar. Hallelujah. Let's go back to the sermon. Unless we as Caris Temple members decide to sacrifice certain things and live a kind of selfless life. As a husband, you have to live a selfless life if you want your marriage to grow. As a member who is a husband, you must also live a kind of a selfless life to see the church also grow. Because the growth of the church has a great impact on your general life. A church that does not grow cannot feed your life well. Your life will definitely be a reflection of your church. Mark it down as a Christian. And the culture I'm talking about is not things that, they are not things that you must be conscious to do. It comes automatically. It's, it's an unconscious life. You don't know, but you are living it. It's like when you say, a gay man is some way. Gay men behave like this. Ewer men behave like this. Aouza um, men behave like this. I can foresee no mutier. It, they don't do it deliberately. It is in their wired genes. I think for the SR. Ah, you thought I've left you people. Kokomba <laughs> for the SR. God, thank me for the SR. Why are people saying that? Because they see a particular trait that runs through these people. And, they, and the people do it unconscious. It's a culture. So I'm talking about church culture, simply put, kingdom culture. How will you know that this person is a kingdom man? Is by the things he unconsciously does or do. Three things we must learn to sacrifice for the sake of Jesus and his church and the kingdom of God. Time, talent, and treasures. Time, talent, and treasures. Our time, our talents, and our treasures. In the first service, I spoke on time. We must apportion and make time for church. Unbelievers say they don't have time for God. They don't have time for church. We as believers, we cannot use the same language. And I told them how Jesus, when God wanted somebody to work, Isaiah chapter 6 verse 8, God wanted somebody to send. Jesus said, God, I will make time and I will go and tell your people your message. You cannot be too busy not to be available for church activity. I mean church. I'm not talking about any other thing. And I'm too busy. I'm too busy. Jesus said, God, I'll wake. And look, nobody has time. We make time. Nobody has time. We make time. Make time. If you don't give time, if you don't invest time into your business, it will not grow. If we don't invest time into this church, it will not grow. A church that is not growing, you blame the members. 
Because the members are not ready to sacrifice their time. As you come to Sunday service, you are investing your time into church. It is because of you that somebody in the area will say, ah, what is happening on that compound? So it's a church, it's an ICGC church, a carriage temple is there with a certain young pastor and everybody, the car just driving in like that. It's because you decided to move out of your house and come to church. And as you do that, you are investing your time into the kingdom and the time invested into the kingdom is never wasted. I thought you are clapping. As you come for programs, it was after the Sunday service. All the prophetic movement that went on. I mean, me was not, he has not been touched. And his visa was being delayed. And he was telling a story. He's, he's in the queue. Me, I didn't understand, you know. And all I understand is that in the name of Jesus, it has been released. Tuesday, he, he had it. Yes or no? 48 hours. I thought you were clapping. Because he spent time. He, he, he made time to be in a program. And he was not in a hurry to leave. Yeah, he was not in a hurry to leave. That is why sometimes God will always create a need in your life. Because when there is a need, you will always be looking out for him. He was around. He went to drop the mother and he still came around. Because Jesus must give him his last word. And I was happy for him. Hallelujah. So for you, second service in 20 minutes. I've given you a gist of first service. We are going to do talent. Say talent. Say talent. Say talent. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 8. Wherefore he saith, when he ascended up on high, he led captivity captive and he gave gifts unto men. Give us a softer version for those who are now coming. That is why the scriptures say, when he ascended to the height, he led a crowd of captives and gave gifts to his people. Talking about Jesus. So when Jesus was going back to the Father in bodily form, he gave gifts to men. He gave talent to his people. Jesus downloaded out of his spirit divine abilities, capabilities, talents, and gave it to people. He didn't go, spiritual gifts are not needed in heaven. You don't go to heaven and prophesy. Nobody has time to listen to you. You don't go to heaven and show somebody mercy. You are in the, you are in the presence of the totality of mercy and you are going to show who mercy. You don't go to heaven and go and usher. Angels have been created years before you were born as ushers. <laughs> Whatever you have to do for God must be done on earth, my brother. You don't go to heaven and go and sing. You have to sing where? People have been singing. Angels have been singing since creation. And they don't change their rhythm. Holy, holy are you. Holy, holy, and they are there. You don't go to heaven. I'm going to, when I go to heaven, I'll sweep the streets. Who, who told you? A finiho. Nobody is depressed for you to go and sing for people to be happy. 
there is. So, whatever you know to do, you must do it here on earth. Grace was given to each one of us for a certain ability. Every one of us carries a grace given to you by God to do what you, are, you can do. What I am doing now, I carry that grace from God. That ability to preach is not me. It's the grace that God put on me to be able to preach. Because I didn't grow up wanting to be a preacher. I was very shy, very an introvert. I'll be in the house with you. You know that I'm in the house. When you come and see me, I'm in books. I'm reading. Yesterday, I hardly saw my family because I was in books. So for you to, be, for me to be able to preach like this, and you are sitting and say, hey, Pastor, there is bold. It is something that is making me bold like that. There is a grace you carry for a particular gift, talent, ability that God gave you. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 7. Quickly. But unto every one of us, everyone, unto some of us, unto some of us, but unto every one of us is given grace according to the measure of the gift of God. Another version. Quickly. But, the, but that doesn't mean you should all look and speak and act the same. Out of the generosity of Christ, each of us is given his own what? Yeah. So each of us, there's something God has put in you for his church. And you cannot cap it. You cannot keep it. And when you meet him, how are you going to give account of that? Every believer has been given a grace and a divine ability to operate in the particular gift. No believer, therefore, can say that as for me, I don't have any gift. You are lying or you are ignorant. Every one of us, born of the Spirit, has been graced to do something for the Lord. You can't be a pew warmer forever in church. Maybe your few five, three years in the kingdom, fine. But Paul, the day he became born again, he knew what he must do. And he committed to developing himself to do what he must do. Second Corinthians chapter 4, verse 7. But we have this treasure. Say, we have this treasure. In earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. That treasure is what I'm talking about. The grace to do something. That treasure, God put it in you. I told the first service... As young as I was in JSS, I was in the choreography for young adults in the um, adult church. I was in the choir for the young adult and in the, elder, the, the adult church. I was in intercession for the young adult. In, I, I, was, I was everywhere. And I never regretted doing that. As young as I was, 
That was in Awoshi Church. I came to Calvary in 2000. And the story never changed. Not because I was a pastor. I just knew that I cannot be a child of God, be in his church for a long time, and not serve or do something for him. I may not be able to dance. But I know I can pray. I knew I could sing. As for the choir, if you want to join, be bold because most of them don't have voice. Be bold. If you like saving, I'll just bring you alone. Come and sing. You are Alpha. You'll be shocked. They enjoy corporate anointing. So as they sing, obey shen or no? No, be yen ye. Let's clap for them. One day, a bishop asked a, a, a vocalist, international vocalist, to come and uh, uh, do audition for his choristers. Out of 258 choristers, only five passed for the next level. So if, if, if you are sitting there and you are afraid that only voice actually just make a bold step. You will see that you become the outborrow. God put this grace on you for his own glory and for his own purposes and his excellency. Not for us. So everything that gift will do must bring praises to him. No man is giftless. Every man has a gift. If you are blind, at least you can hear. If you cannot hear, you can talk. <laughs> if you cannot talk, you can walk. Everybody has something to offer. Are you here with me? There are now people without hands, without legs, and yet they can draw. Draw. Images that even us, some of them can even swim. I wonder how they swim without legs and hands. And me, I can't swim. Are you here with me? There's something you can do for the kingdom. Something we can do. All of us. All of us. You can decide to learn something just for the church. In your professional career, whatever you have learned in your professional career, it can benefit the church and help the church to save money. It's service. It's service. Mr. Nkansa helped us to do this registration. It is his company's product. By, have you charged us? You can't. It's not my person. <laughs> if you charge, ground pay. <laughs> yeah. But he has never. And when you come, they do the registration and I, I introduce him to other churches and it's so sweet. And now they are going corporate and all that. Rendering. Use your professional career to be a blessing. You are an HR. You are a customer relation officer at Ecobank, at UBA, at whatever. Who told you we don't need that service here? Just that here, we won't pay you gross salary, income tax, PF, we won't pay. Because God will pay you. 
So whatever you can do, media, some of you can do graphic design. We need about 10 graphic designers. One is handling Sunday. Sami alone does this designing. And sometimes I think you're overburdening. And I know there are some of you here. You can learn it. They can teach you in one month. And you become, you can even go and pick up a course on graphic designing, video editing. Can't you see that people are doing short videos for their pastors? Sign was doing it and he went into military training. Though he'll be coming back very soon, we need more people. There's too much work to be done. The harvest is ripe. Somebody joined the church because he had been watching me for seven months on Facebook. That is why, you see, every department of the church is very critical. You think, oh, you are just doing something. Ask them. When I'm not in church, I follow them. I tell them the volume is low. We cannot hear you. The video man is not standing well. Sivanos, tell the people to start praying because I know that at every point in time in a service, a soul can be transformed. Yeah. We all have. Can I have people who will say, Pastor, from now, don't worry yourself monitoring. We will monitor, three of us. Anytime there's service, we will monitor. When the volume is low, don't worry yourself. It is service. It gives space for the man of God to think about other things. You come, they've served these communions. Angels did not do that. People in the church, they come early, they serve, they come on Saturday, they do this. Some people come and clean their place on Saturday. We must yearn to exhibit and bless people with the gift God has put in us. Yes. We need people at the car park. You are, you are a very strict person in the house. We need you at the car park. So that when I stand, I can see that the cars are strictly parked. Yeah. Don't be strict on your wife. Come to the car park. Are you here with me? Give the Lord a clap offering. As Africans, we have become too much consumer mentality conscious. Somebody should do it for us, for us to enjoy. And sometimes we don't even appreciate the effort of people. The horses, the quarristers. Sometimes I'll be home, the rain will be falling, and I know it is time for quarry exiles. I would think that they won't come. But they will come and come. And look at how they sound to us today. Very powerful. It doesn't just come by, they call them, no, it is, it is serious rehearsals. And these are people who have committed themselves to also serve God. They are just like all of us. But they say, Lord, send me. I am ready to create time and to serve you in your house. I thought you are clapping. We must try and do something for the Lord. We must try to serve God. We must try to use our talents. Children's service is there. Who is teaching them? God has blessed us with a very wonderful, I don't know how he has done it. Our children's service is not a nice place to go. I know, the classrooms are not nice. It's not our fault. But one day we'll have a very beautiful hair. Aquarium world. Sadagabahai. Huh. Aquarium world. And the pictures of the children showing in the aquarium. 
feel anointed when I said that. I say, I want an auditorium where when you are dancing, you are seeing yourself. Beginning in a manger doesn't mean that your end should look like a manger. The early church started in caves. But the latter church glory will be greater than the former. You go there, there's nothing nice. In actual fact, most of our people, most of you here are incorporated. You actually don't like the way the classes. But your children like the, the Sunday school. Because the, the, the teachers are trained. We invest in their training maybe twice. I think I've forgotten the tracking. Twice a year, all of them go for training. And God has his grace. that You, you won't understand. Their school is beautiful than that place. But they will force the children, the, the parents. I know some parents who join the church because their children love the children department. Who is teaching them? We need people to teach them. You people are reproducing. I have four naming ceremonies coming up. Four. The reproduction is high. The children's service is multiplying. Who will teach them? We need a lot of people on ground. Social media managers. Prayer warriors. By this time, the prayer should be more than 50 people. Shabbat. Some are praying on Monday, Tuesday. When the work is too much to, for us to leave it on few people. Pastors don't have favorites. Pastors just have few people who have dedicated themselves to believe in the work that God has committed to them. Yeah, there is no favorite of a pastor. The reason you say, oh, somebody is a favorite of a pastor is this is the reason. The pastor has few people who trust them, who believe in their ministry, who have positioned themselves to serve. And over the years, I've seen people serve, serve their way. And in society, they are rising and rising and rising and still they are here. Give the Lord a clap of it. There's too much to share. In one of the sermons I will preach, I said that when you start prospering, don't leave the church. Yeah. And I was preaching, I was writing on David. That David, when he had nothing in the wilderness, he was with the Lord. When he could give an offering, six billion dollars worth of gold, he was still that boy in the presence of the Lord. Let's serve God together. Let's serve God into our old age. Started pastoring at the age of 26. Let's serve God. Let's give most of our time and our energy to the Lord. Whilst we rise professionally, whilst we rise academically, let's give our energy. It pays, George. It pays. I've never regretted serving God. Never. Now, let me show you some scriptures and we close. The time is flying. A growing church is a church that has many church workers. If you have church workers of 200, your church cannot be less than 350 or 400. We need more church workers. Maybe you just join the church. You can do something. You can sing. We have lost two lead singers to 
Academia Exodus, but they will come back. But who will fill that gap? Are you here? There is always space for us to render what we have for the Lord. Most of these instrumentalists, I hardly pay them. Once in a while, we give them something to refresh themselves. They have their own professional careers, but they dedicate, they make time to give off what they are using. They are using to serve God. So when they are coming to Sunday service, this is what is on their mind. To render service to the church for the service to flow for you and I to be blessed. I pray that you will not continue to sit down. You will not continue to watch. Hey, what is going to happen next? I like the way they are singing. I like their sound. Somebody is at the sound. For many reasons, he will reject this offer. He will reject this offer. He's always there. We bring in sound engineers to help. Look, one day, if you don't serve God and you gain all that you have gained, Eh? you will regret. Do you know why? You will see that the company you are working for, they have bitterly retired you. <laughs> you will see that you have strength to work, but they will say, go home. And you will go home. And some of them get um, syndromes, withdrawal syndromes, because you can't go to work again. So you see most of them taking a lot of walks in the morning just to recover. God will never retire you. Yeah. He will never. You work for him and work for him and work for him. I went for a funeral in Kumasi. The guy was about 68 years. He was still in the choir. I see you becoming a servant of God. God gave Jesus Peter, James, and John. He didn't just give them Peter, James, and John. He didn't just give Jesus Peter, James, and John. He gave Jesus the 12 disciples and gave Jesus the 120 disciples to work. Where are the three? Where are the 12? And where are the 120 in the church? What are you using your talent for? All these people using their talent to sing and getting fans on social media. These young ladies, beautiful ladies, showing their bodies on social media. These are people who must be ushers, protocol, choristers, intercessors in the house of God. When God gives you a gift and a talent, it is for his own excellency and his own glory. Don't start in church and say, oh, the church was not supporting me, so I stopped singing in the choir. And now you go and start your own time. You go and sing and there, the world, oh, the church rejected me and the world accepted me. <laughs> if I ask you a question, how many times have you walked to me and said, Pastor, thank you for pastoring me. Thank you for the word. You don't even remember but I still come and preach because it's a calling. It's a different understanding that I am doing this to give God praise. When you are serving God, 
Hardly will people come and say, oh, honey, thank you. But you don't quit. If you quit, it means you don't understand. A scripture, and then we end it. First Corinthians chapter 12, verse 28 to 30. I'm showing you that everybody has something. Give me a softer version. A softer version. Do 7 to 11 and let me see. Go to 8. Uh-huh. So go to 7. He said, look at the scripture. A spiritual gift is given to each of us so we can help each other. Jesus said, I didn't come to be served, but I came to serve. Don't stay in the church without finding something to do. Are you here with me? Don't stay in the church without finding something to do for God. Verse 8. To one person, the Spirit gives the ability to give wise counsel or wise advice. It's a gift. Some people can give wise advice. I don't know whether my own is wise, but it's very radical. <laughs> I remember a lady called me that he wants an advice on her marriage. And I said, my advice can be very radical. So maybe I don't have that gift. I'm trying to get some. Okay, but there are some people when you sit with them and they are talking, you see that this is a gift. Like Uncle Ebo. Uncle Ebo begins to talk on you on any matter. You will see, you will see wisdom. It's a gift. To another, the same spirit gives a message of special knowledge. Move on. The same spirit gives great faith to another. You have it. Intercessor, you should have great faith. Anybody, you have great faith. You brag with it. You are intercessor. We want you to come and speak to mountains. Yeah. No joke. We want you to pray, pray. I want you to pray for me. I want you to pray for the church. I want you to take prayer topics on elderly people and pray for them. That's gift of faith. Talk about and to someone else, the spirit, the one spirit gives the gift of healing. Ten. He gives one person the power to perform miracles, another the power to prophesy. He gives someone else the ability to discern whether. So God gives that ability. It's not from them, it's God. And may you find, and when you go on, he talks about gift of administration. The gifts are so many. What are you doing for the Lord? All you are laboring for is to get money and build a three-bedroom house. All throughout your life. Get something to do. There's something in you you can render to the Lord. There's space. Come to me and say, Pastor, I want to do something for God. I say, what do you want to do? Okay, come, come, come. See the leader. The leader. Just go. Let training begin and begin to serve. There is space. Tell somebody there is space. There are souls to be won. There's help to be given. There are people in the community. All they need is something support, financial support, and they will be in church. Hear what Prophet Eric said. 
He said he went for evangelism and saw the people. The first thing he did was he gave them money. And they all gave him his, his ears. And they all followed him to church. And up to today, they are in the Baptist church. We have to understand callings and purposes. God did not bring you here to just add to the number. You are a church member. Say a church member. Say a church member. A member of the body. What the leg can do, the hand cannot do. What the head can do, the stomach cannot do. What the liver is doing, kidneys cannot do it. Why are you forcing liver to work like kidney? It's abnormal. Why are you allowing the head to do the work of the leg? But every part of your body is important. You would think that it's your leg you used to walk in mud. But if you like, cut off your leg and see whether your head will be okay. Every one of us here. I pray that the Holy Spirit ministers to you. The Holy Spirit opens your eyes into what can I do? When Saul went on the ground and he woke, he said, Lord, what would you have me do for you? Jesus said, Lord, send me. I will make time. I pray that the Lord Open your eyes and give you a spirit of sacrifice and selflessness to render to the Lord a great service for his glory. In Jesus' name, amen. How do I, you can clap. How, how do I sacrifice my talent to the church? Number one, identify that talent. Number two, step out to leadership and declare your intentions to serve in the church. Number three, you join a department of the church. Number four, you commit to excellence and diligence in your service to the law. Number five, you submit to departmental leadership and you make their work easy. I repeat, number one, identify that talent. Number two, step out to leadership and declare your intentions to serve in the church. Number three, you join a department. Number four, commit to excellence and diligence in your service to God. Number five, submit to departmental leadership and make their work easy. Amen and amen. Give the Lord a good clap offering. I want you to close your eyes and talk to God in 30 seconds. Yes, Lord. As a vessel. Keep it on the instruments. Talk to God. Oh, Become a relevant church member. Become a member who makes the work easier and lighter. A burden bearing member.
are about to take the communion, I want you to begin to pray. Today's communion, the Lord said, I'm opening rivers of miracles into the lives of my people. You may miss it if sin is found in you. Spend time to ask God to cleanse you with the blood. He is faithful and just to forgive. Pray. He knows out of the dust he made us. Don't allow any weakness to stop the power of the communion today. In the night in which, before which the Lord Jesus was betrayed, he took bread. He blessed it. And he said, this is my body which will be broken for you. He gave it to them. And he asked them to eat it. And he said, as often as you do this, you do it in remembrance of me. Today, as part of the essential, long-standing sacrament of the church, is so holy, so powerful, so effective, the body of Christ I present to you. On the same table in the same night, the Lord Jesus took a cup of wine and he said, people, you are about to switch from the old to the new. This is the blood of the new and everlasting covenant. It shall be shed for the remission of the sons of man. Take and drink. Brothers and sisters in the Lord, as we are about to take this communion, I want you to take it in faith that whatever the Lord has purpose for us in his blood, it will speak in our lives. In this month and the rest of the year, miracles, the rivers of miracles shall be opened into our lives. The body and the blood of Jesus take and eat.
of October and to the end of this year rivers of miracles may every curse be broken and every root of sin die I thought you are shouting amen may your month be blessed by the power of the communion in Jesus name amen and amen message you just listened to is from ICGC Karis Temple. To connect with us, you can like our page on Facebook at ICGC Karis Temple or follow us on Instagram and Twitter at ICGC Karis. We would like to hear of how God is blessing you through this podcast. To support this podcast, please click on the profile button and click on support. Thank you and God richly bless you.